Hello and welcome to the Lauren of Love podcast. I've thought a lot about this intro, so I'm just going to speak from my heart. This is a show where we can focus on deep dialogue, tough conversations around personal development, spirituality, and inner work. You're here because you're dedicated to your growth, your expansion, your transformation. You want more out of life, and you're a spiritual woman who's calling in abundance and believes that the tools and the gateway to creating the life of her dreams are within. This is the space for us to learn all of the strategies and all of the practices of what makes us the most abundant, prosperous, successful version of ourselves. Along this journey, I'm going to be sharing some stories, some real raw lessons behind the scenes of my own life, and some tools and tricks that you can embody in your own spiritual practice. I've been a personal development and spiritual teacher for the last five years full time in an online business, and I'm so empowered and so grateful to be able to share this medicine with you on the show. Let's dive in, let's get started, and let's transform together. For courses, programs, and a sacred membership, go visit laurenoflove.com. Hello, my dear sisters. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited. We're back. We're back. We're back. I have I have so much to talk to you guys about. It's pretty crazy. Like the way things have been moving through the collective, the way that we are bringing up the shadow in our life right now, the way we are all committed to our deep inner work. It's like all of this stuff, like so much is moving through us and through the collective. And it's really important in these seasons of um, maybe feeling extra sensitive or maybe feeling more self-aware of the growth you need to do, that we are incredibly gentle with ourselves. You know, gentleness is something I often talk about a lot inside of the HEAL program and it's a big piece of the work I've been doing in this season of my life. And I have so much to update you guys on in terms of like what healing is doing for me and how I'm shifting in the next level I'm ascending to. And I want to take all my lessons and bring them all to you so deeply. The other day I got asked by a dear sister of mine. She was like, Lauren, you've done so much growing. You've done so much transforming. What has been the most powerful tool that you have used to create this reality and to shift and to find your center and to come back home? And I had to really think about that, right? Because usually my first answer is plant medicine. As you guys know, there's a whole plant medicine masterclass available on laurenoflove.com where I teach you the 101s of all of the medicine study that I've been doing on this journey. Ayahuasca, combo, hape, cannabis, mushrooms, right? Um, that masterclass has been so powerful for so many because plant medicine has been so powerful and so transformational for me in my healing journey. So of course, right, it's going to have this big impact. And, um, you know, as I sat with this question from this sister of like, what is the most important thing? I realized that the most effective tool that I have had on my healing journey is not necessarily plant medicine in and of itself, but the ceremonial work around that. And we're going to be talking a lot about that today on the podcast and uh, in this intro, obviously, as I'm sharing with you guys, the the work, ceremonial work, if we could just pause and explain like what ceremonial work is, this is creating a sacred container with your relationship to higher power, with your relationship to source, with your relationship to spirit, however you identify, 
and bringing your inner work to a surrendered place where you're offering it up to spirit and you're saying, I'm moving through this. I'm having a hard time. I need support. Let me call on my guides. Let me call on my ancestors. Let me call on my prayer and my relationship with spirit to transmute this energy, to heal, to release, to let go. For so much of my life, I thought that that practice was entirely up to me. And for anybody who you know, has this belief. I think we hear this a lot in the personal development space. Everything that you want for yourself and the life that you want to create is entirely up to you, right? Entirely up to you. And while that perspective is really empowering, like we ourselves have the tools and the resources to create anything that we want in our life, what's also very true and very deep is that when we think it's entirely up to us there's this deep element of control and this deep element of fear that shines through it's this feeling of well can i actually um, make this happen do i actually have the ability it it brings up all of our fears of like our ability and our worthiness and our you know whether or not we can actually create this outcome for ourselves and this shadow gets really strong because for many of us in our life, we have not harnessed our full belief in ourself. We have not harnessed our belief that we are divine and pure and whole and can have everything that we want. And so on this path of creating our dreams, we feel resistance, we feel fear, we feel stuck, we feel blocked, all of this stuff. Healing that and transmuting that energy and coming into a place of empowerment and confidence in yourself is a journey of finding your self-love. It is a journey of finding your divineness from within and it's a journey of connecting to source and spirit to move that energy for you, with you, alongside you, right? Ceremonial work for it looks different for everybody, right? For some people, ceremonial work is every morning meditating and bowing down to creator. Ceremonial work for some is plant medicine sits. Ceremonial work, goddess circles, breath work, hape, right? Like there's so many different ways to bring modalities of healing into a sacred container. But essentially, ceremonial work is this beautiful container we create for ourselves where we come into prayer to do our deep inner self-exploration, to move energy, to release energy, and to process some of the stuff that we're holding on to. I've been in many ceremonial containers. In fact, as we talk about you know, this often, the Sedona Soul Retreat, that this is a retreat where we're combining plant medicine, combo, prayer, breath work, sound healing, all of this into a beautiful sacred container. And um, our September event for the Sedona Soul Retreat is sold out, which is super exciting. And now we're filling our spots for March. But for so many people, this feeling of wanting to do ceremonial work, feeling curious, but also not having the resources is a big thing that comes up, right? How can I get myself into a container where I'm surrounded by women and doing deep healing? How can I find that resource where I can tap in and how do I create that safe space for myself? So I want to just pause and explain that and answer to that question. If anybody out there is really feeling the call to dive deep into their ceremonial work, if you're feeling the drive to 
you know, step it up a certain way in terms of your spiritual relationship, in terms of your prayer, in terms of your goals and your dreams and your inner work and your personal development. I encourage you guys all as we listen to today's episode to come to the beautiful Sacred Success membership. This guest we have today, Marilu Shin, who I am so honored to bring you to, to have you listen to her. She is our guest facilitator for our ceremony inside of the membership. So if you don't know, the the Sacred Success membership is a safe container that I've created over the last five years or so. And in this ceremonial container, we have master talks every single month where you get a training around topics of spirituality, personal development, and inner work by me, channeled from my Zen Den, from this beautiful sacred space. And in addition, every single month, guess what? You get a ceremony style coaching call. And this is a live call that's recorded for everybody, so you have access to it after to watch the replay. This ceremonial call is where we come together and we use these healing modalities of prayer and and inner exploration and going deep and sacred ritual. We call on all of these things throughout our process. And uh, I'm just really honored because this month we have Marlu Shin who is going to actually facilitate that ceremony. Sometimes I'm the one facilitating that ceremony. Sometimes I'm bringing in guests. And so this month we have a beautiful sacred guest, Marlu. Marlu is of the Quero tradition, the Peruvian lineage. And uh, forgive me as I'm blowing my nose here. I just received some hot bay. And Marlu, if... Uh, if I can just pause to explain my relationship with her here. Marlu is a woman who I've been following for a long time. I took her training around cultural appropriations and the dangers of new age shamanism. It was really helpful. And I encourage you guys to go check her out more deeply if you're curious on those topics. And after I took this class with her, I wanted to experience her medicine. She has beautiful earth medicine. She's an incredibly sacred sister and really deep in her prayer and her work for the world. And so I booked a session with her and I had this beautiful healing. Oh my gosh. Um, Marlu got on the call with me and she's like, your heart is closed. I feel I could tell your heart is closed. And she brought me through this deep healing where I was tapping on my heart and she was channeling prayer and holding space. And I just sobbed. And this was all through the phone, right? If this is the power this woman has and holds and the medicine she carries just through an audio transaction, having her live inside of a safe container, oh my goodness, I am so pumped. I cannot wait to have you guys be a part of this. I can't wait to receive this medicine. So she's going to be our guest facilitator inside of the membership for the month of August. That call is going to be on August 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And again, the replay is always available for you guys. But this month only, we're opening doors to have new members come in. So if you are feeling the call to come and join and be a part of Marlou's ceremony, in addition to all of the ceremonies you get every month and all of the masterclass trainings that you get every month, you can check out the Sacred Success membership by visiting laurenoflove.com slash VIP. We'll also put a link to that in the show notes. And yeah, let's dive into an incredible episode. Today on the podcast, we are talking about uh, all of the different areas. I just, I, I quickly ask her kind of the most important questions coming through because I wanted to be really respectful of her time. So this is kind of a shorter episode, but you'll feel her energy. You'll hear her wisdom. You'll receive her spirit. And she is going to provide you such clarity if you are curious on the path of 
being in right relationship with medicine. This is a deep conversation we talk about on the show. And then also to being in right relationship with your empowerment and learning how to come into that and hold safe space. You know, a lot of women who are stepping into their spiritual gifts feel a lot of resistance and a lot of worry and a lot of fear. And so we talk about those elements as well in today's episode. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, have fun, dive in, explore, and uh, enjoy Marlou's medicine. Okay, so for all of our listeners who are on this episode today, um, I think a really sacred, beautiful place to start would be to have you just introduce yourself and share a little bit about, if you can, um, the medicine that you carry in your lineage. Yes, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Maridu Shen, and I am a medicine woman. I carry ancestral medicine that comes from my ancestors from Mexico and also from um, Peru, South America. And this medicine is deeply connected to the cycles and the rhythms of the earth, the seasons, it's deeply connected to the womb wisdom. And it's also very connected to um, symbiotic, to reciprocal living, to living in a place and from a mindset of harmony and balance and right relationship. Mm. Yes. I think that that last part is so powerful to be able to be in right relationship and in balance. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, I feel like we have forgotten because we come from, you know, in today's society, we come from a, a mindset of um, competition and you know, pushing and we have forgotten that when we are in right relationship and when we trust the flow and the intelligence of life, we are provided without having to, you know, feel, uh, feel, feel, excuse me, feel that we had to be in competition or that we had to be in this hustle. So it's, it's, it's more of a, of a flow creating your, your life, your relationships from a place of trust and from a place of um, deep flow with with the rhythms of life. And also it's about, yeah, and also right relationship, it means that um, we are very mindful to, you know, as we, we receive, how can we give back um, in ways that feel balanced, in ways that feel harmonious. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, something that's been very true for me and, and my path and my study, the more that I come into right relationship with myself, the more I actually feel this calling to support others more deeply and to provide and to um, to share. So um, I think, you know, maybe we can start. I also want to, there's so, there's so much here today, right? It feels so juicy and so nourishing to covers so many really powerful topics of medicine study and embodiment and um, understanding too. I think there are a lot of people who are in the study of medicine who are following this path of like, hey, I wanna sit with ayahuasca and what is yahe and let me try this and this, this curiosity. And mm -hmm. so I think it'd be really cool if we can hold space to talk about that balance as well of like being, what does it mean to be in integrity with the medicines? How do we um, honor and respect and find uh, sovereignty in those relationships. I think that would be really cool to speak to today as well. So if you're cool with it, can we go all those places? Yes, of course, Lauren. And right relationship when it comes to 
plant medicine for me is something that I'm very passionate about. And I feel that there needs to be an approach of deep respect and reverence, right? I know that we all are journeying for healing and mending. And when we have access to those plant medicines, as you as you were saying, like ayahuasca or hape or cacao, it's great that we want to experience and receive healing from, from them. But what I see a lot of times is that people are taking fast tracks. People are not taking the time that it takes to embody the medicine and to embody, embody the practices. And also, if you are being called to, to offer the medicine, you need to go through a process of initiation, right? And also to look at your own shadow aspects, to look at your own places of, um, you know, we may where you may be projecting. So like, you know, doing that inner work in order to be in right relationship with the plant and also the plants what what being in right relationship is that we give back to the original carriers of those medicines right so a lot of a lot of time i hear of people having like very deeply intense experiences with ayahuasca where you know they kind of go into this withdrawal or like they experience depressive episodes after is because a lot again a lot of times the medicine is not being honored and it's not properly being respected and given in, in in reciprocity so there is um yes i definitely honor that we want to have access to those medicines and it's not about the access to it but it's about like taking the time it takes to go through proper initiation and to give back to the communities and to, you know, have this reverential relationship with the plant to getting to know the intelligence of those master plants, right? So it's, it's beautiful medicine, but, you know, sometimes there is a lot of, of um, shortcuts or imbalance and, you know, all that needs to be looked at and we need to work with you know um the plants in a in a way that is respectful yeah and i have also found as well um in spiritual communities or in um areas where there are a lot of people who are in study of plant medicine work there's almost this like egoic sort of i've sat with the medicine this many times and i sat this many times and this sort of weird thing that happens. And um, yeah, I think it's a, about understanding too, like our, our relationships with these plants is a prayer, right? It's a sacred prayer. And uh, to come into relationship with them from that perspective of I'm going to become more spiritual than you, I think is kind of missing the point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's missing the point. And also, again, it comes from the competitive mindset right like that we were talking about earlier how like we need to really shift our perception that we if we come from a place of trust and flow right and let go of this idea that we are competing with each other which creates a lot of unconscious um fear right so releasing all of that and again learning to flow and learning to learn the nuances of plant medicine 
learning mm -hmm. to know like the spirit that lives in the medicine and asking right for healing but in ways that feel authentic and in ways that feel like as you were saying it's a prayer yeah it's prayer is not something that is trendy right and like we are not like here in competition with you know how many times you may see with the plant medicine it's just yeah so how are we approaching those plant medicines how we are communing with them I took your course, uh, there was a, a live training you did with another medicine woman where you guys both shared perspective of cultural appropriation and um, what's really happening with this new age shamanism sort of stuff that we're seeing. Um, I think for the, the person out there who's feeling a call to study medicine in any sense, right? With yeah. what are some of the things that they can look out for? What are some of the things that they should be doing to be in right relation? We know giving back, of course, uh, but maybe you could talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, um, again, right? The planet or communities do need amazing people. We, knew, we need to have people that are working and harnessing the medicine of the earth. Yes, but a lot of the times, again, what I see is more the emphasis on like the, the money or, or the material gain versus like really the medicine, right? What it is to walk this path of medicine. And yes, one of them is giving back. The other is that if you have the opportunity to travel and to actually sit with the original carriers, like original carriers of the lineages, that we want to practice or that we want to learn because it gets diluted, right? As it, as it is passed down, it gets diluted. So it will always be a lot more intact and powerful when we learn directly from the original carriers and reciprocate them, right? Give them back. And also to know that to become a medicine person is a journey it's not something that you can accomplish. Oh, like, you know, after I finish this certification, I will be an amazing person, like in a year, right? Or two years. Well, that's the beginning. But this is actually like a living path and it's a way of living and it's an unfolding that the more you work on yourself and the, the more you come into right relationship with yourself and your environment and your relationships, the more this medicine grows because it has its own intelligence. So yeah, that's my, my advice. Mm, I, I love that. Um, yeah, in the times I've sat with our carriers of the medicine, it has been, you know, it, it's so pure, so sacred. Uh, and so I've felt that difference myself. So um, yeah, if we can, you know, honoring the lineages, I would love to hold space to just hear more about the medicine that you carry from both lines of your family and, uh, yeah, if you can, maybe speak to that. Yes. Um, so, in, you know, growing up in Mexico, um, I saw my grandmother practicing very shamanistic, earth-based medicine that we never call it shamanic. It was just like it was known as ancestral medicine, right? Like working with plant medicine, working with um, songs, medicine songs, working with the different winds and the different directions. So it was a way of healing that um, was very much embedded um, and imbued with the, the community and the practices and the family life. So that is something that, you know, I innately learned. Um, but then I, you know, I got derailed and forgot 
the main thing that comes from my lineage, from my mother and my, my grandmother. And it was not until I went to Peru in 2005 that um, and sat with the original carriers, the Kero people from Peru, that they awakened in me that memory from, from, you know, from my childhood. They awakened that memory in myself of like, oh, yeah, remember that ancestral medicine that you grew up with? And do you, did you see how, like, how important it is to revive and to embody that medicine? Because it has, it's relevant and we can apply it to modern living. There are, you know, medicine songs that are ways of addressing healing or addressing a clearing wounding that come from again from this very old medicine ancestral right and so in my process of learning with the care of people and in my travels in peru it was like this remembering it was this reactivation of something that it was there in me and um and then I remember that, oh, yeah, so like this is actually what I came here to do. I came here to mend the lineage of the amazing women in my family. It just has been forgotten, but I came here like to not only embody it and reawaken it, but to, to make it so that it is something that is practical, is something that I can make a livelihood with, but also that can begin to heal my lineage, that can begin to heal me and heal that memory, right? So it, it, yeah, it was very powerful um, just being with the carriers and reconnecting again with the ancestral maternal knowledge. At the time when you had this, this awakening and realization, um, you know, did it require you to take a big pivot, you know, to go from living this life to now living, like what happened there? Yeah, it, it was it definitely, there were a few symbolic deaths, like shamanic symbolic deaths, right? Like dying to all identities and all ways of being that were very disconnected from that root and from that tradition. And then through that symbolic death, again, letting go of the projections or the expectations of people you know to like have more of a conventional career as you know if you if you will like have more com of a conventional or recognized career and to really trust this inner calling that the more i walk this this path the more unfolded and like the the memory became a lot more clear right and then as i um began to see people then it all kind of makes sense and through that process also um, healing and really having a very clear connection with my ancestors, specifically with my grandmothers, right? So like through me healing this and, and reclaiming um, this medicine, then I was able to also heal the, you know, wherever wounding there was in my ancestral line with my grandmothers. Mm. I think that it's really powerful when a, a woman can create a, a purpose in her life that not only allows her to serve others, but allows her to heal her lineage and be in her purpose. Like that's, I think the goal for so many women and, and really what you're speaking to you, I think is, is also kind of on this topic of, 
feminine embodiment and leadership, you know, and, and what that means. So I'd love to hear on that topic from you and, and just your perspective. Yes, so beautiful. Um, so what I feel is that with this new earth that is, is uh, being birthed, right? So we are at the end of a very long cycle, a very long cycle of patriarchy, a very long cycle of colonization. And so it's coming to an end. And now we are birthing this new earth. And I feel that a lot of women feel this call to not only connect with their ancestors, but also to connect with their own intuition, connect with their womb spaces and begin to heal in places that, you know, or in ways that may be not very, um, like not very clear, but it's just like to begin to heal energetically. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that it's this calling of the earth for women to again reclaim that authentic calling and also to reconnect with the land, to reconnect with our ancestors and to find within, right? Like this, the what medicine and what gifts we have, especially women who are wanting to again, live a life that is more symbiotic that is more in the fluidity of the cycles of the moon and the earth. So it's this calling to reconnect to our own innate gifts and through that reconnection and to and through that reclaiming of our connectionship with the ancestors and our relationship with the land, then we can begin to embody the sacred feminine as we were sharing because the sacred feminine is actually very de deeply connected to the cycles of the earth and it's very deeply connected to the intuition and it's very deeply connected to the womb space so you know beginning to move from the head down into the womb space a lot more and to lean in and to trust in that inner intuition that we women have so it's it's not no only it's a time of big collective shift, but it's also a time of reclamation, reclamation of ancestral wisdom and reclamation of ancestral knowledge and reclamation of our deeper way of relating and reclamation of our intuition. So it is so, it's multi-layer, I feel, and it's just very exciting to see how many women are really feeling this call and this pulse of the womb, right? This call of the feminine and how can, can we live from this feminine way, right? From this cyclical, this embodied way that is, you know, is more sustainable and releasing um, that linear goal-oriented competitive mindset. So it's, it's again, it's a change in paradigm and it's a change in the way in which we do things, the way we relate to people, the way we do business as a whole, like it's, we are creating a new blueprint. Mm. Yeah, it's so wild because you're talking about this now and we were talking about this at the beginning too. So it feels like it's all just really connected, um, releasing that old paradigm, right? Like that concept of um, I'm with you on all of this belief, like everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, you know, 
um, and releasing that old patriarchal belief can sometimes feel really challenging for women who have wounding around being recognized by their fathers or being feeling like they need to um, create safety, right? Like, so there's a lot of this old fear that can come rattling a little bit when the woman is coming into her power. And so what advice do you have? And uh, if you can share. Yes, so, so true. And there's so much to that um, of, again, releasing the patriarchal in the more masculine linear way. And yes, there's, the, you know, there's this fear that we may not be enough if we source from the womb, that we may, you know, be too much or that it may prevent us from really like accomplishing our goals, right? But I feel like there is a way in which we can do both, where we can manifest and create our offerings, but without these hustle mentality without draining ourselves with that over overwhelm right and with that also releasing these um all conditioning that you know we we are our titles and we are our um achievements i feel like we are a lot more than that and and we need to reclaim that with some of the feminine it's so needed because that in my feeling is that that's going to bring so much restoration. That's going to bring so much healing to our communities. It's going to bring so much healing to our souls and our um, womb spaces. And yeah, so important that we trust, right? So that we trust and do this purging, right? So we need to die to the old paradigm within so that we make a space for what it is that we can create from a, a different place. Again, from a place of more trust, right relationship, fluidity, abundance. Mm -hmm. mm. So following the flow of life and trusting intuition and coming into the womb space and creating from that source center. Um, I feel like just from my perspective, it's a heck of a lot easier to operate that way because it's, it's almost like uh, internal knowing, right? And it's less about being logical or practical from the mind and more about just like following what lights you up. And as you said, with your path unfolding, right? Allowing things to unfold. Yes, definitely. It's this energy unfolding of unfolding and trust. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one, one quick topic on that too, circling into the concept of uh, being spiritually led and being guided. Sometimes spirits leading us to do things that feel really hard or really challenging or really like resistant. Um, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure there's probably some wisdom here for many women who feel that hardship, uh, especially in spiritual study, right? The more you deepen with source, it's like these messages of things you have to follow and do come through and it can feel a little bit scary. So um, just in your experience of prayer, you know, how how can somebody navigate those times for themselves? I've seen, you know, as you unfold and, and are fully in this place of leadership, I feel like uh, it's really helpful to hear that wisdom from another medicine woman. Mm, thank you. Yes. Um, 
I feel that the connection that we can create with source and spirit in our own unique ways is what is going to give us the strength to move forward, right? So having that practice is for me, it's like an everyday practice where I just sit, maybe in quiet meditation or walking in nature and asking for divine guidance, right? Asking a spirit to be with me, to guide me as we navigate those uncertain times. So the intention of having this strong connection with the unseen, to having those, this strong connection and relationship with the spirit realms and to sourcing from that, right? And so there are many practices like prayer. There's also the practice of just being in nature, tuning in, meditation, things that help us to cultivate that trust and that connection with something that is beyond ourselves, you know, something that comes from the outside and that emanates that clarity for us, that help us to navigate and to find our way as we change and as we shift. Um, yeah, just having a very strong connection with wherever spirit is for you and if there is a like a, a goddess that you believe in that you build that connection and how well through practice right like having very clear and strong practices but also having sacred boundaries especially right now i feel like with all of the changes and the alchemy that is happening in our collective we need to work in keeping our sacred boundaries meaning that yes we can give and we can hold the space for others, but there's also a time where we need to be just with ourselves, right? And we need to cultivate that inner medicine and take time to reflect. So it's this, it's, um, this balance between giving and receiving, right? And also that um, boundary that we cultivate so that we are not taking on more than we can process or right that we are not taking on uh for others right so that also comes um with that relationship with the spirit so it's that relationship with this so it's the cultivation of those sacred boundaries yeah that's beautiful you put that so well thank you so much it was so incredible um before we close today i i just want to hold space to <laughs> offer you to share where people can find you and um, where people can go if they want to study a little bit more. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I have an upcoming 16-week um, program that is for women who, again, are feeling called to cultivate the sacred feminine and to that feel called to come um, into alignment, into right relationship with themselves and their sacred woman space. So as as it's an initiation and that meets for 16 weeks and you can find more information about my upcoming program um, which starts very soon this this sunday um on my west website which is um kawak k-a-w-a-k energymedicine.com and i'm also on instagram as um mujer medicine and we'll put links to both of those in the show notes as well. So everybody can come check you out. And uh, thank you so much. Thank, I know we covered so much today and it was so beautiful to cover all of those topics. So thank you for showing up. 
And thank you for your work in the world. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Marla. Oh, thank you so much, Lauren, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Have a beautiful day. So this episode, powerful, her medicine, strong, beautiful sister. Oh my gosh. So honored to have her in our sacred container. And I want to just encourage you for anybody who listened to this episode, who's feeling the call, who's really connected to their growth and spiritual healing. We are open the doors for 10 spots, 10 sisters to join our membership this month. If it calls you, if you're ready, if you're in a moment of declaration for the life of your dreams, please come check out the Sacred Success membership by visiting laurenoflove.com slash VIP. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. And if you love this podcast, if it lands with you, resonates with you, speak to you in any way, please go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. We love seeing that. And take a pause to share this episode on Instagram. I love seeing you guys at Lauren of Love on the IG. All right, guys, take care. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you on the next episode.